Tactics Podcast. I'm Ben Dunkel, and here with me is the advanced scout for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's my dad, Bob Dunkel. You know, I think overlooked in all that controversy there, and of course, we're dying to see if uh, if Belichick and the Patriots got caught red-handed yet again, uh, cheating at something, but the fact that the Bengals were somehow worthy of even being spied on, I think that's probably the best compliment anybody has paid the Bungles so far this year. So if I'm in Cincinnati, I'm like, wow, I really matter. Somebody wanted to look at me practice. So we'll have to see it. I, whether it was the uh, advanced uh, scouting, uh, the video footage, uh, or whatever, uh, the Patriots got a much-needed win in Cincinnati last week. I think it was probably just more the fact that it's the Bungles uh, at 1-13. and but. New England got, did get the win and sets up for an interesting matchup this week with Buffalo, which I think is going to be on our five for the drive. Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, that sure is. That's going to be coming up. Um, but yeah, I think the speculation was that uh, the Patriots haven't actually played a game against Cincinnati's new head coach. And so they were filming him. Uh, and then also, you, they they were losing that game until... It became clear Andy Dalton uh, secretly plays for the Patriots (laughs) and started throwing the ball to them. He's a double agent. The red rifle. Yeah, no, kind of a cap on on a crazy week last week, no doubt about it. A good week for the index. Uh, We were back in the black, which was nice, Uh, 12-4. and So... Uh, looking forward to uh, to week 16. Uh, of course, now that we're into December, uh, we're into Saturday football as well, which is always the sign that the regular season is coming to a close. And we've got three Saturday games this week, which I think we threw all of those on there because they all have playoff implications. And I think we've got what is tantamount to an early playoff game, right? We've got Dallas and Philadelphia. That's the battle for the NFC East. Uh, so the winner, winner advances pretty much. I think the Eagles would still have to win their last game. Uh, whereas if Dallas wins, uh, they, they clinch. Uh, so we've got playoff football early, uh, in December this year. Yeah. If the first round of the playoffs feature features the, uh, wild cards, that's probably the joker round. Yeah. I think it, it's looking that way right now. Um, so we'll see. I, did watch that Redskins game last week with the Eagles, and uh, boy, another nail biter for Philly. I uh, feel bad for Wentz. He's got basically Zach Ertz and and uh, you and me at receiver right now. Uh, it's just not a lot of options, but they did find a way to get the win there and uh, set up for this big game against Dallas. But let's uh, let's start off with the Saturday games first, should we? Yes. Uh, so our first game is Houston at Tampa Bay. The Texans are nine and five overall this year, seven and seven against the spread and number nine in the index. The Bucks are seven and seven overall, five and eight against the spread and number 18 in the index. Vegas has the Texans favored by three on the road. What do you see? Well, I think the Texans highlighted the fact that you can't bank on a team uh, based on one week's worth of work. Uh, They were coming off a really ugly loss to Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos. 
gave up 38 points at home, go on the road to Tennessee, uh, where that game uh, pretty much had uh, the AFC South title on the line, and Texans come away with a 24-21 win. Uh, it was a good call for the uh, index as well, as we did hang with the Texans on that one. Uh, you know, Houston has been, frankly, more comfortable on the road this year uh, than they have been at home. Uh, they're five and two against the spread in their seven road games so far, just two and five against the spread at home. So not a huge shocker uh, that they went in there and beat the Titans. And Deshaun Watson is kind of finding a, a nice alternative uh, in running back Carlos Hyde, who. Uh, has been producing quite well down the stretch and has taken a lot of the pressure off of Watson on the offensive end. And they're flirting with bringing J.J. Watt back. They're not dismissing that he could come back for the postseason. So feelings are pretty good in Houston right now following that win over the Titans. The Bucs, probably uh, one of the bigger surprises down the stretch. They didn't fold up their tent. Uh, kudos to Bruce Arians that he was able to keep the team focused. Uh, and they've won four straight now. And Jameis uh, actually has been playing very well, even with a fracture in his thumb. Uh, Top 450 yards last week for the second straight week and now leads uh, all of football in passing yardage at 4,500 yards and has a chance of topping 5,000 this year. So you know, like you were saying earlier, Ben, it's it's go big or go home with Jameis, whether it's yards, TDs, or INTs. Uh, the numbers have been big so far for Winston. Um, you know, their 38-17 to 17 win over Detroit was their fourth straight. So they're feeling well uh, right now as well. But uh, given Houston's record on the road, again, 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven road games, Tampa not as strong at home 05 and 1 against the spread in their last six home games texans also uh playing for uh playoff positioning here and the afc south title they can wrap that up with a win over the bucks uh the bucks are just playing for style points right now uh houston favored by three the dunkel index margin has houston by five and a half so we'll start off the saturday action with the Texans on the road, minus three. All right. Next up, we have Buffalo at New England. The Bills are 10-4 and four overall this year, 9-4-1 and one against the spread, and number 10 in the index. Patriots are 11-3 overall, 8-6 and six against the spread, and they're number one in the index. Vegas has the Patriots favored by six and a half. What do you think? Patriots going for, amazingly, their 11th straight division crown here. Um, Bills still in it. Uh, if they could win this one, they'd have a, sh- a shot at uh, at winning their first since 1995. So kind of tells you where the two teams have been historically. But right now, uh, maybe a little different. The Bills, you know, have been criticized all year for not really beating teams of substance, uh, but got a very good win last week. Uh, It was a bad loss for the index. We took the Steelers at home, but the Bills defense uh, picked off 
Duck Hodges four times, sacked him four more times. They came away with a 17 to 10 win. Um, they've also, you know, played the uh, Patriots tough in the and one time they faced each other back in week four. Uh, that was a 16 to 10 grinder. So Bills defensively uh, feeling good about themselves right now. And I think, you know, New England, uh, you've got to question them about their ability to beat teams with winning records. In fact, after losing to the Ravens, Texans, and Chiefs, uh, you got to go all the way back to that Buffalo win, uh, the last time they beat a team with a winning record. So, you know, the Bengals win last week, uh, you know, was much needed, no doubt. Uh, but even question marks uh, coming out of that, Julian Edelman just had two catches for nine yards, and now there's questions about how sound his knee is and if they if Brady doesn't have Edelman to throw to given uh what he's had uh missing this year especially with Gronk out and the fact that the offense really hasn't been clicking and all he's been able to depend on is Edelman uh that is a big big problem for the Patriots going forward so coming into this one again uh, the two teams, Patriots have the chance to clinch here, but the Bills are playing the better football. They're 7-0-1 against the spread in their last eight road games. So teams that have been taking them lightly coming into their place uh, have been surprised. And New England just 1-5 against the spread in their last six games uh, against a team with a winning record. So as we said, they've not been able to beat the better teams thus far. So this looks too high uh, to the Dunkel Index, a six and a half point spread. Uh, I think it's gotten up to seven in some of the sports books. Dunkel Index margin is just one and a half points. So we're going to stick with the Bills here uh, to keep this one close. Probably a defensive struggle. Uh, the last three games have all been uh, between these two teams have all been uh, within 36 points or less. This looks to follow that, especially since I think some weather is expected up there in New England. So we are going to take the Bills plus six and a half in the second Saturday game. Okay. Um, our next game is has one of the most questionable lines of the weekend. It's uh, the LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. LA is eight and six overall this year, nine and five against the spread, and they're number eleven in the index. The Niners are eleven and three overall, eight and five against the spread, and they're number three in the index. Yet Vegas only has the Niners favored by six and a half here. What do you think? I know you're questioning this, but I, I will remind you that last week uh, Vegas thought so highly of the Rams that they uh, made them a point and a half favorite in Dallas. Um, the index didn't bite on that. We stayed with Dallas and were rewarded on that one. But L.A. was playing really good football uh, heading into last week and, and ran into a buzzsaw, no doubt, in Dallas. Dallas was due for a big game and, and did unleash on them. And, of course, now Goff banged up his thumb. And so there's some question marks about that. but. Uh, we're not going to overreact to the Rams' loss last week, and they still technically have something to play for here. They still are in the wild card chase, although uh, it looks pretty thin right now. I think they're two games behind the Vikings for the final wild card spot. But 
you know, the Niners uh, really have been finding ways to lose as well lately. Uh, the close games that they were pulling out at the beginning of the season uh, are not uh, coming out the same way right now. Uh, last week was another example, um, you know, maybe overlooking the Falcons combined with coming off a kind of a, a big win against New Orleans, last second win in a shootout against New Orleans. I uh, wouldn't have been surprised if they did take the Falcons lightly still to lose to Atlanta at home, uh, allowing Seattle to uh, move into first place in the NFC in the playoff standings, maybe rest um, home field advantage away from the 49ers, uh, an inexplicable loss. It did come down to the wire, came down to instant replay. Was Julio Jones in? Was he not in? Uh, they ruled them in there at the end on the replays that I saw. It did look like Jones was in. Uh, so a bad loss for the Niners. Um, when they, these two teams played the, uh, the first time, Niners won 20-7, and the defense really shut down L.A.'s offense, uh, held them to just 3.1 yards per play, and uh, they went 0-9 for 9 on third downs. But the 49er defense is definitely banged up right now. I know Richard Sherman uh, has been dealing with injuries. Um, so questionable about whether they're going to be able to shut down the Rams' defense, uh, offense like they did uh, in the first game. And the Niners' offense, very similar to, to the Eagles' offense that we've been watching the last couple of weeks, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has become so fixated on his tight end, George Kittle. Uh, Kittle had 13 catches for over 130 yards last week. The rest of the receiving core had just 66 yards receiving. So Garoppolo seems to be tight end or bust right now when it comes to moving the ball through the air. The Rams come into this one 5-0 uh, and against the spread in their last five games following an ATS loss. So we talked about last week, you know, Sean McVay, uh, despite some bad losses in the middle of the season, has kept this team together, uh, has kept them fighting. Uh, this looks to be the same case coming off of a bad loss against Dallas. San Francisco at home, just 7-18-1 against the spread in its last 26 games at home as a favorite. So have not been very good at covering, uh, you know, spreads at home. So. We like the Rams here. I know you you don't. Your gut tells you this game is probably going to be a blowout, but we're going to stick with the Rams. The line is six and a half. The Dunkel Index margin has this only a two and a half point game. We'll have it a battle going down to the wire, and we're going to stick with the Rams plus the six and a half. Okay. Uh, now, before we move on, let's take a quick break. Okay, so we're back, and we're going to go ahead and put on record our call for the Dallas at Philly game this weekend. Uh, the Cowboys are 7-7 seven and seven overall this year, 8-6 and six against the spread, and number 14 in the index. The Eagles also 7-7 seven and seven overall, 5-9 and nine against the spread, and number 15 in the index. 
Winner takes control of the NFC East, and Vegas has Dallas favored by two and a half points on the road. What do you think? This has deja vu written all over it um, in two ways. One kind of reminds me of last week's game for the Cowboys where uh, the Rams came in as the road favorite and Dallas responded with a big game. And then it also reminds me of two years ago uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and played both playoff games as a home underdog against the Falcons and Vikings and use that underdog status to their advantage to kind of rally the troops. Very similar situation here with Vegas making Dallas a a favorite. Um, Again, hard to overreact uh, based on one game, but this definitely seems like an overreaction to Dallas's win last week uh, against the Rams. Uh, certainly much needed uh, for Jason Garrett's uh, sanity, uh, if not his job, uh, because I think there would have been a mutiny if uh, if Dallas had lost that game and they might have run him out of town. But Garrett saved his bacon for, for at least another week. And the Cowboys, uh, probably the best sign for them offensively was getting Ezekiel Elliott uh, going again. Uh, the ground game uh, picked up 263 yards, dominated, uh, while the Rams only picked up 22 yards on the ground. So, no doubt, big wind, uh, you know, putting them in position to get back into the NFC East race here. For Philly, uh, living on the edge uh, against a pair of 3-11 and 11 teams, not exactly building a lot of confidence uh, a week after going down to the wire against the Giants at home. Uh, they do the same thing against the Redskins last week and needed uh, Carson Wentz to pull out uh, the fat out of the fire on that one. Uh, as we said, you know, he's, he's throwing to uh, guys like you and me right now with the exception of Zach Ertz. But one of them, Greg Ward Jr., uh, big, big, uh, TD there at the end uh, to get the win. And then the worst beat of the week. Uh, good to see the Eagles get the touchdown there to, to seal it. But uh, we did have the skins and the points. And uh, watching Brandon Graham run down the sideline there, you kind of like, ah, come on, run out of bounds. Jeez, the game's over. But he goes all the way in. And so... Eagles end up covering there. So sets up very nicely for this week. Wentz uh, has been playing well, uh, although he does have trouble holding onto the ball in a crowded pocket, and those fumbles have come back to bite him. But he's thrown eight uh, TDs in his last three games uh, against only one INT. And again, he's not been throwing to much now that Jeffrey... Jackson and Aguilar are all sidelined. It has also, uh, on a bright side, forced uh, the offense to turn a little bit more to Miles Sanders, the rookie out of Penn State. He's responded big time. In fact, accounted for 170 yards uh, from scrimmage last week in in two TDs. So good sign for the offense. The, The win was needed, and the Eagles come into this one. Uh, seven and three against the spread uh, in their last 10 following a victory. So we're going to stick with Philadelphia, the home cooking here, uh, despite the line moving more and more in Dallas's way. Uh, 
we listed it at two and a half. Uh, last I checked, it was up to three in most of the sports books. But uh, again, similar to last week with Dallas at home, we're going to stick with the Eagles at home on this one. Uh, Dunkel Index margin has Philadelphia by one and a half. Uh, so definitely like that line up to three. Uh, we'll take uh, Philly plus uh, two and a half, three on this one. Yep. All right, so our final game this week is KC at Chicago. The Chiefs are 10 and 4 overall this year, 9 and 5 against the spread and number 4 in the index. The Bears are 7 and 7 overall, 4 and 10 against the spread and number 17 in the index. Vegas has the Chiefs favored by just 5 here. What do you think? Whereas I Disagreed with you questioning the line on the Niners Rams. I am definitely with you on this one. Um, that line looks really low. Yes, it's on the road, uh, but the Chiefs have been road favorites six times this year and are five and one straight up and four and two against the spread as a road favorite. So, Andy Reid's team has not had trouble uh, getting outside of Arrowhead. Um, another good win for them last week. And, you know, th this time of year, Chiefs fans like to look at the defense to see uh, how it's performing or maybe underperforming has been the case in the past. Uh, but they, they're actually playing well on defense right now. Another good one last week in their 26-3 win, or pardon me, 23-3 win over the Broncos, uh, you know, a week after Drew Locke lit up the Texans for 38 points uh, to be held to just three points uh, was a, a nice job by the Chiefs defense. I'm sure that was a combination of D and Snow. But over their last four wins, uh, coming off of that horrible loss to the Titans, uh, they've actually uh, held opponents to just uh, 11 and uh, a quarter points uh, over the last four games. So Patrick Mahomes continues to do his magic. Uh, Kansas City's defense is playing well, which maybe is giving Chiefs fans reason to think this is the year. Uh, so coming into this one, uh, Chicago's been virtually eliminated from the playoffs with last week's loss to uh, Green Bay, 21-13. Great play there at the end. Uh, they had a chance, one more lateral, and could have gotten in. That would have been a nice backdoor cover for the index, as we did have the Bears in the points. But unlike the Philly game, uh, they could not get it in the end zone there at the end. One, one lateral short of pulling off the miracle. I think the reason the line's low here is uh, – Matt Nagy, the Bears coach, indicated that the starters are still going to play, even though they're pretty much out of the running. I don't see that as making a huge difference here. Again, Kansas City, uh, outside of Arrowhead, 28-1 right now against the spread in the last 29 road games. So they've been a very good uh, cover machine on the road. And Chicago, just 1-6 against the spread in their last seven following a loss and you know the four games that they had won prior to coming into this uh, were against Detroit twice the Giants and the Cowboys they had not played a team of the caliber 
of Kansas City. So with Kansas City still uh, having much to play for, the Bears uh, about ready to fold up their tent. Uh, we're in agreement with you, Ben. This, that line looks very low. The Dunkel Index margin has this at 12 and a half. So in the Sunday night game at Soldier Field, we'll take the Chiefs minus the five. All right, we'll be watching. Yeah, we'll tune into that one. Uh, you know, it's playoff football right now in a lot of these games. So good time to watch and uh, definitely looking forward to that Eagle-Dallas game, 4, 4.30 game on Sunday. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, make sure to check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and a couple of other platforms. Uh, check out the website at dunkleindex.com and follow us on Twitter at dunkleindex. Anything else you want to add this week? Are we going to uh, do another NBA podcast? Uh, I think we should. Let's, let's try to get one. Up, yeah, uh, we should. Again. Okay. Had a good week last week, four and one against spread on our five uh, NBA picks. So uh, yeah, we'll, uh, look out uh, for another NBA podcast coming later this week. And uh, yeah, thanks uh, for tuning in and uh, checking out the website. Uh, really appreciate that. Hope, hopefully we've been delivering enough winners for folks and uh, got a lot of stuff going on right now in the basketball and hockey. And uh, oh yeah, we'll, get, we'll be getting our uh, bowl picks up. I uh, should have those up uh, on tonight's Tuesday night, should have those up by Wednesday. Uh, midday so uh, definitely follow uh, all of uh, the bowl games uh, the Dunkle Index picks alright alright so we'll talk to you guys later this week awesome Ben thanks alright thanks for listening bye